Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! Now I have a story that I'd like to tell About this guy you all know me as we scared as hell He comes to me at night after I call into bed He's burnt up like a weenie and his name is Fred He wears the same hat and sweater every single day And even if it's hot outside, he wears it anyway He's home when I'm awake, but he shows up when I'm asleep I can't believe that there's a nightmare on my street If I remember it right And we had just gotten back off tour last night So the gang and I thought that it would be groovy If we summon up the posse and dumb rush the movie Alright, back from vacation How is, you look, yeah, you look, you look vacationed <laughs> uh, It was very short um, And there was a lot of activity um, I did, when I was in North Carolina Go to a bar. Oh, really? To watch the Giants game. And then went to a restaurant with my uh, brother and his what my stepsister or step sister in law. Wow. Um and the bar that we went to, that experience was pretty weird because like I was sitting outside and uh, you know, he came in, he's like, let's sit at the bar. And so, like, we went and sit at the bar, and they did, like, they did the social distancing thing, but, like, in terms of, like, sterilizing everything, it was, like, nothing. Like, I went to the, they had these, like, sanitary stations set up with these huge jugs that you would get from, like, Costco. It looked like it was hand sanitizer, Um, but, like, when you pushed it, it basically was like I felt like I was washing my hand in oh, right. <laughs> dirty dishwater. Like it came out like just completely like like water, and I was like, okay, so they're not following any guidelines. Um, the restaurant we also ate inside. Um, they had partitions where all the booths were between the booths. Um, and it seemed a little bit safer. They did have hand sanitizer and stuff. It's just it was just a weird experience because, you know, we haven't been inside of these places in like months and months and months. Um, did you happen to see the uh, the guidelines for Thanksgiving? Did I send those to you? Like California, what? California's guidelines to Thanksgiving. I heard about it. I, you know, I, I, I heard about it all, but I didn't, I didn't, I haven't seen the official document. All right. So do you want me to just run through it real quick? Sure. It's 13 things. So no more than three households, including your own are allowed. Okay. It, it says if you have three married kids, only two of them are allowed to come. Uh, you have to make a list of all your attendees and get their contact information and, and molest the government in case the government wants it. It may not be indoors. Your may your guests may go inside briefly to use the bathroom as long as it, you sanitize it frequently. Any shade structure must be open on at least three sides. Your chairs must be at least six feet apart. 
You must provide hand washing and sanitation stations for your guests. You should only use single serving food. No turkey or bowls of mashed potatoes um, or cranberry salad. Like basically like, I guess like someone has to dish it out. You, if you must serve out one dish, your guests may not help themselves. The designated person who is allowed to serve you must wash and sanitize their hands frequently and wear a face covering. Everyone must wear a face covering at all times. Uh, keep your gathering to two hours or less. And number 13, you should not sing or chant. Physical exertion is warned against. So those are the guidelines. Sounds like a great time. Yeah. Uh, so it's a lot different because I was talking to this girl in uh, I was talking to this girl who lives in South Carolina and she said there's absolutely no rules anymore like everyone's just going up everything's 100% occupancy everyone's just oh really? yeah everyone's just doing their own things and it's crazy um, I think the thing that people don't get well their guidelines like people will be like Stop oppressing us. And you're like, well, you mean the guidelines. It's not like the FBI is like a bust into your house if you decide to stick around and watch the the end of the game. You know, it's like, (laughs) um, I can't, yeah, it's crazy. Like I just saw a map of, you know, because yesterday they had more cases reported or more deaths in any day so far or something. And so much of it is in the Southeast and the Midwest. So that makes sense that they're all wide open. I don't know if I'm, if I'm the, I keep an eye on what's happening in Europe because they're having to shut everything down now. Yeah. Um, So um, you got any other notes? Uh, On my plane home, the girl next to me, the plane, by the way, an airport was so easy. I know they're going to start opening it up this month or next month because of holidays, but in, in Raleigh, I basically got dropped off and was at my gate and I had to check back at my gate in four minutes. I timed it. (laughs) And LA, LAX actually, like when I left, there was, it took me 10 minutes to get through everything. Um, It was and my flight from L.A. to Raleigh, I had the whole seats, all the seats to myself. There's only 50 people on the flight. I, as soon as I heard that, I was like, yeah, they're losing money on this. Um, yeah, but uh, from what I understand, they lose more money by not keeping that flight route than they do by flying uh, a, an empty plane. Like, it's more expensive for them, like, for what they're paying to, to like lease that flight route than it yeah. is for them to give it up and not fly a plane. All right, anyway. So on the way back, uh, this girl next to me was watching uh, my girl on the plane. Oh. And she was like just bawling, like uncontrollably. <laughs> and I like looked over because I thought, because I, I didn't notice that she was watching because it was on that screen, the small screen. Um, but I could hear her crying. So I like looked over and I saw that she was watching it and she like looked at me all embarrassed and said, she like apologized. And like, I was like, you don't need to apologize. The first time I saw that movie, 
I like cried my ass <laughs> off too. That fucking ending comes out of nowhere. Uh, um, and my last note is, uh, I think like a while back, I, you know, when Amazing Race was going on, I was like updating us on like a specific team. Uh, you know, we checked in. I was like, how's that team doing? Well, this year, I wanted to start that back up again because one of the teams is right now it's basically all normal people except for one team. And one team is D'Angelo Williams who played for Carolina uh, Panthers, the running back and uh, Gary Barnage, who was the tight end for Cleveland for a while. Um, And so we're on the third episode and they're pretty bad. They're still in it, but uh two out of the three like legs of the race, they like didn't read their clue and had to go back and like lost all this time. So I don't, I have, I, I don't think they're going to make it, but I will keep you informed on what they do. Cause it's actually kind of funny. Like these guys are like just massive. So like one thing they had to do is like, like walk this tightrope. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, for a fucking football player to walk a tightrope, it's pretty hard. Uh, I just wanted to say, I, I just think it's um, the the craziest thing of the whole story is that you still watch The Amazing Race. Oh, yeah. Why would I stop watching The Amazing Race? Well, Good show. All right. That's all the notes I have. Uh, happy Halloween to everyone and their kids. Deanna, <laughs> the only one, one of the only people that listen to us. Um, we were just talking about how it sucks, like in California, like that no one can actually like do shit for Halloween. They can't really trick or treat. Hopefully, some people are coming up with some creative ideas. Um, but so you're hanging out with your nephews tomorrow, doing uh, yeah, some we're, we're doing a haunted house. Um, when are you gonna like? How are you gonna set up the haunted house without them being there? Well, so my job is to like hang with them while their parents set it up. And then like we all kind of fall into action when it's showtime. And then they come to the door and like it's and they, yeah, they do the whole thing and then um yeah. So yeah, it's well it's going uh, there's there's a lot of room for error. <laughs> yeah. Um they should have just slept with you guys tonight at your place and then like they could have set it all up oh yeah that would have been good tomorrow and or come over to breakfast tomorrow yeah that's not a bad idea hmm that's not a bad idea maybe i'll throw that maybe i'll swing that I'll swing that one by them um go to the denny's that has that outdoor like tent that's gotta what? be yeah have you seen the denny's now no so denny's like all over town, like have these like wedding tents, like big catering tents outside so that they can like serve outside. And it's got to be the most depressing thing. If you're at Denny's and you're sitting outside in this, <laughs> you really like, you really want a Denny's that bad. that You're going to come to uh, that type of uh, situation. But anyway, um, 
So yeah, those are my notes. Do you have anything? Yeah. Did you, did you know that the McRib is out? No, I didn't know that. The McRib is out again. It's the first time in like years. I can't believe you're not all over this. And I, I can't believe you're not more excited. I am excited. I got to go get one. <laughs> not tonight. I'm actually cooking a healthy meal. Oh, good for you. What's the, why, why are you cooking a healthy meal? I don't know. Nice. Um, Sometimes I know that, you, know, you can't eat shit. I don't even like the McRib. I just knew that this was your thing. I like the McRib. Um, did you watch The Mandalorian yet? First episode came out today. I don't have Disney+. Plus. Oh, I'll give you mine. I guess so. I know it's like one episode a week, so maybe I'll just wait a couple weeks, and then Thanksgiving I'll get it. Or you could, yeah, I'll give you my pass, whatever. Uh, I saw that Timothy Oliphant plays a sheriff in there, and um, basically everybody like on Twitter today was like, does Timothy Oliphant get like every sheriff and, or marshal script yeah. first? He's got to, right? And does he say no? Um, did you see the Sarah Cooper show came out on Netflix? What's Sarah Cooper? Oh, no. Really? You don't know who Sarah Cooper is? No, who is it? She is a um, she is a breakout star of the Trump administration. She's this. I mean, you have to know her. She's like I think mostly on Twitter. She um, was that the she, one that said that uh, she didn't know anything about the uh, the Access Hollywood tape. Well, funny enough, the first episode is about the Access Hollywood tape. No, she is um, this girl who um, she she reenacts whatever Trump says. Like she take they take the actual audio and she reenacts it. Like she just nail she has him down to like a science where she can like and so she plays basically this character of Trump, and she's been doing it for like the last two or three years, and it got so popular they give her own Netflix show. So the first episode is them um is her on the bus reenacting the billy bush tape and helen mirren's playing billy bush <laughs> it's really funny i mean you, yeah you'll see it it's like but she's she's like the man woman camera tv one she did is like one of my favorite things uh anyway so yeah i can't believe it. okay um the last thing is since we're gonna be talking about some movies and tv the one i wanted to ask you did you see on the rocks Oh, you don't have Apple. I have Apple. You just said you. Oh, you don't have Disney. Did you see On the Rocks then? Oh, have you? Yes. It's Sofia Coppola, right? Yeah, yeah. You don't like her, do you? No, I don't really watch any of her. Yeah, I really like Sofia Coppola, and I like anything with Bill Murray as like a father figure. I'm like, I I like the cast. I mean, I like Rashida Jones and him. But what are you? What are your thoughts on it? Um, I liked it, but, um, you know, you know how, okay. What's the movie she did with Steven Dorff? Nowhere or somewhere or something. Yeah. So I like, love that movie, but not a lot really happens, right? It's just him and and this kid. And it's like, it's kind of like that to me. Like we're not a lot. I never saw that, but I remember you loving that movie. It's kind of like that, but I don't like it as much as I like that movie. Like, I would definitely put that one over this. But, um, you know, it's just Bill Murray and her getting in this sort of hijinks. He's like this rich guy. Like, he's just a great character. He's like, 
who you probably pretended to your dad, like, or wanted your dad to be your whole life, except he's not like a very good dad, but he's like got all the charm and everything of a Bill Murray, you know, it's like, it's good. It's fine. It's not can't miss, but it's good. So. Yeah, I haven't seen like any like new thing in a long or new movie in a long time. I'm trying to think what the if there's anything that came out that uh, I don't know. Not for today, but so you you give it a thumbs up. I give it a thumbs up, but um, it's slow. Part and a lot of it's slow, and it's like um, there's no. I mean, it just doesn't, it, there's no real highs and lows to it too much. It's just kind of like an even tempo, the whole thing. But uh, I just think you put him in that kind of a role and I can, I'm pretty much going to watch it and enjoy it because he's so entertaining. You know, I think that's more what it is. Um, it's about, in case you want to know, it's about a woman who's married to a guy and she's pretty sure he's cheating on her. And her dad is like a philanderer and he's like, he's definitely cheating on you. Let's go spy on him. Oh, okay. And so it's like, they kind of are following him around. Who plays her husband? husband? Um, uh, way, um, Marlon Wayans. Oh, or Damon. Um, Wayans. No, Mar not Damon. I think it's Marlon. Okay. One of the brothers. Um, that, that, the comedy brothers anyway yeah but he's not like terrible he's not in it a whole lot you know he's he's in it throughout the thing but it's more about just those two um and it's like a complex relationship it's not just like easy anyway it's good i mean there's there's been some good stuff that's come out and we were just talking about fargo which has been awesome this year yeah Uh, so i guess it's we have so many things to talk about we won't talk too much about fargo so real quick we're both caught up what, what do you think so far this season? Fargo is awesome. I love it. It's like escalating. They kind of got away from the, the nurse a little bit. Um, so I'm curious to see how that comes back um, in the in, in the mix of all this stuff that's going on right now. Is but, she the best character or best storyline? Uh, no, I'm kind of into the... Uh, Jason Schwartzman versus his brother deal. Do you think the brother is too over the top? This is an argument we have in my house. I know. We were talking about that. I said it that I did, but now, I don't know. I I kind of like it. I like the fact that this week when he, like, was just going to let, I mean, spoiler, but he was going to, like, let the, you know, whatever happened to the brother happen. And the New York guy was like, they want you to make up. <laughs> Yeah, they want you to make up with your brother, and he's like, "Oh, yeah." Um, but Jason Schwartzman's really good in it. He is. He's very uh, good in it. Do you think Chris Rock is really good in it? Yeah, I love Chris Rock. I think everyone's really good. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think my I think the Timothy Olyphant. Yeah, he's yeah, fucking he, great in it too, uh, as the marshal. Um, same guy he played in uh, in uh, Justified. That's right. It's the same guy he played in Deadwood, which is the same guy I guess he's playing in Mandalorian. But we like it. Sure. I liked him as the as the drug dealer in Go. Um, 
I, I think I've had uh, Oliphant stock since then. I was like, this guy's going to be huge. Um, yeah, I uh, I think my favorite character, though, is the Irish kid, the rabbi. Uh, that guy is really good. I'm on the, the nomination committee, so I'm, like, going through who I would vote for in acting in all of these. So I try to think of it that way, taking my job real seriously. You know what show that I'm, like, super into right now uh, that I totally recommend, I think I mentioned the last last week, was uh, Good Lord Bird? No. It's uh, with Ethan Hawke. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's on Showtime. It's so freaking good. I mean, it's, like, really funny. It's got – it's very Quentin Tarantino-esque. Like, you can tell that they stole uh, – like kind of like what do you like Django it has like feel for Django in it and it's very violent and it's about John Brown and his like it's right before the Civil War happens and like he goes around and tries to like on this mission to like to free the slaves by killing basically everyone he like kills all the owners and sets the sets the you know black people free and they become like free, which they really aren't because they end up dying in these fights. Um, but I don't know. It's it's got a lot of funny things in it, and it's violent, and uh, you really don't know what's going to happen, which is good. But they come across um, like a bunch of historical figures, like uh, um, Harry Tubman, and like people that were abolitionists back then. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's really good. I recommend it. Cool. All right. Um, well, I guess we'll just stay with that on that note. I, I think the first thing we were going to do today is, is go over um, the new Borat movie. So uh, Borat movie came out last week. I watched it with my Israeli father and uh, stepmother. Uh, I did not like this movie. Oh, really? No, I didn't think it was funny at all. I thought there was, like, funny parts, like the scene where he, like, got the phone and went into the bathroom and, like, started watching porn, but it was hooked up to the TV outside. I thought that was funny. And then when she had the period at the debutante's ball. That's the funniest part. But, like, the reactions to people, like, weren't, weren't, uh, there weren't any good ones. Like, I just felt like the first one was so good. This had too much of the fake story. Um, I did like the babysitter, um, who's, I guess she's getting a shit ton of money now from... Oh, yeah? Yeah, they're, like, I guess she came out and, like, they didn't pay her, like, anything. They paid her, like, a babysitter, like a normal thing. To be in the movie. And then and she uh, probably signed a release, so they had she yeah. didn't know what she was gonna be in. And now it's like this huge thing. And so people online did a GoFundMe account and like she oh, good. But yeah, I did I thought this movie was terrible. Oh, I liked it. I thought it was great. Uh, um, I thought it was um the Rudy was... thing was interesting. He definitely yeah. what? He definitely wasn't talking in a shirt. Let's just put it that way. I like when uh, John, John, or was it John Oliver? No, it was uh, Saturday Night Live where they were talking about 
no one puts on their shirt by like t- or tucks in their shirt by laying down <laughs> on a bed. Yeah, but he had like he's he had uh, like medical conditions that he had that he has trouble moving. I don't know. I don't think that he was going straight for. I don't think he was like the way they made it out to be. I don't think like he was doing what it was kind of like looking like he was doing. Right. But there was some inappropriate, like he patted her like on her lower back and stuff. Oh yeah, no, no. He went, he went to go have a drink with her in her bedroom after. I mean, like let's face it. I mean, it it was creepy central. It was so hard to watch. Yeah. Um, but uh, but no, I don't think that they caught him doing anything bad just yet. Well, whatever. I mean, that, it's a shame that that might not being like it's a shame that got out because that would have been so great to see without it being. Well, part of me is like, that would have been so great to see without it being known. The other part of me was like, all right, well, at least I can brace myself for what I'm about to say, you know? Um, I thought when he dressed up like the Jew to go to the temple to talk to the Holocaust survivor, I thought that was fucking hysterical. Um, I thought the I, I thought the second half of this movie was so much better than the first half, but it wasn't even funny. I feel like this movie like became like just like the first Borat in the second half. The first half was was very plot heavy. You're right, um, but it was saying something, which was you know about how we treat women, and it was kind of cool. But when he when he bunks up with those two guys in Texas uh, during the coronavirus, I thought that was like the fucking best. It was like QAnon guys. Yeah, I mean, I just felt like they knew what was going on. Like, I didn't feel like that was authentic. Oh, I don't think so. Um, but I mean, how long was he, how long was he living there? Cause it seemed like he was living there for a long time. Yeah. I don't know. But when they take him to that Texas fair and he starts singing, that was good. Um, yeah. That's the thing is I'm going to bring up about five more things and you're going to be like, that was good. That was good. And then you're going to be like, Oh yeah. You know what? That was a good movie. I didn't really it wasn't think as good as the first. I just didn't think it was that funny. Okay. Um, they showed some footage of what it was really like when he was doing the the song, and um, like, and people came realized it was him, and they came out to try to kill him, <laughs> and he had to like get driven away like real fast, and you could see like the real fear. It's crazy, um, but um, what did your dad and stepmom think of it? No, my dad hated it. Uh. But I also like uh, forced them to watch the Tom Petty birthday show uh, right before that, like an hour and a half of it. Um, what was the Tom? I, I, kill me for asking this. What was the Tom Petty birthday show? They did this online birthday festival thing, which was actually awesome, um, where they had all these like artists like create videos singing his songs, and then they spliced it or they cut it all together with like old documentary footage and people came in come on came on and like talked about what tom petty meant to them and all that shit um we can get into that but like the food fighters came on and they were playing honeybee and like my dad's like these guys are too loud (laughs) i was like these are the guys i just worked with (laughs) <laughs> uh, and 
So I kind of like for not forced them, but I created our entertainment for the evening and it kind of was a strikeout. Okay. Well, uh, it's kind of a strikeout here too. So let's move on to the next thing. Okay. What does that mean? Just kidding. Uh, what we were going to, we were going to talk, we were going to review the season of Saturday Night Live so far. Yes. So let's do that. Okay, let's do that. What are your thoughts on Saturday Night Live so far? Uh, Jim Carrey is MVP right now. All right, so you know that a lot of people disagree with that, right? Have you seen a lot of people think his imitation's terrible and it's like ruining the show? I'm with you. I, I don't care. Great. He's fucking hilarious. He, he could be doing, I don't care that he's doing, like, that's, I think it's because people are worried because it's not Biden enough. I don't care. I want to see him doing that as ever, everybody is that. I want to see, <laughs> yeah. The, the gun finger guns. guns and the and the fucking aviators. I'm totally into it. He's you can see he kind of calmed down in this episode, though. I don't care. Like every fucking thing. Every once the camera goes on him, I start laughing because he's so. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, and I I think I texted you about this about Maya Rudolph. She's in it a lot this year. She's like in every skit. Yeah. Well, uh, especially this last episode. And I was and I said to you, I was like. Do they not trust any of their new cast members to, like, carry the show? Because now they have Alec Baldwin and Jim Carrey doing shit. They have Maya Rudolph um, in, like, every skit. Um, so, I don't know. What well, let's, let's, yeah, let's talk about some of these people. So, should we should we go over the first, was it, four episodes so far? First one was Chris Rock. Um, was that I'm fun? trying to... No, and Megan Thee Stallion. Um, I can't remember if there's anything that, other than Chris Rock's monologue and that opening, I don't remember anything from Chris Rock being that memorable. Second he, was Bo- remember, remember the first episode, he wasn't even, like, in the show. He was only in, like, two skits. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which was weird. Um, uh, second episode was Bill Burr, and his, the big story there was his, his stand-up, uh, Insult. Uh, a lot of people were insulted by it, but it was really funny. Yeah, that's great. Um, they did the Biden, uh, the Kamala, the VP debate with the fly. Um, what else? Oh, and Jack White came in because the dude who was supposed to be the musical guest went to like went out and partied the like that week, and they bailed. They they bailed on him, which is kind of great. Yeah. And then Jack White comes in and he does like medley of like you bunch of his, songs that are fucking awesome. Did you see his uh, Instagram post where he like apologized for being like an idiot? The doo-doo. Yeah. Yeah. He basically said like, I, this could have been like one of my life's achievements and I fucking, it's a wake up call. I blew it. Uh, Lauren Michaels told me that I can come back um, and I appreciate him saying that um, I'm going to try to like be better and which was good but. yeah let's hope that Justin Turner says something similar to the Dodgers we'll get into that oh shit I was going to ask you about that yeah we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute um, so nothing else from that episode was that crazy then the Issa Rae episode with Bieber and you texted me after to say Justin Bieber was really good this whole episode was the best one so far. Yeah, it was good. And he was good, too. I agree. 
I thought Bieber, because I usually like fast forward through this shit, and uh, I actually thought Bieber was awesome. It was good. You could really yeah. relate to the the Christian religious songs. Yeah, I liked when he was walking around the studio, and it was like there's no one there, um, and I I don't know. It was, it, he did he did really well. Um, this this oh, also had, like the best like the most creative sketches. Like I thought all the stuff about there's a lot of race stuff that was really good on this. Yeah. Um, and then last week's was Adele with her as the is the artist. No, what? What are you shaking your head there? This, uh, yeah. Well, Adele also like I guess there's like uh, well, first of all, I can't understand anything she's saying. <laughs> like the whole episode, I felt like embarrassed to say that I didn't understand her English. Um, but I guess she's getting, they're getting flack for that, um, that skit that she was breaking at where it was like the go to Africa and hang out. With yeah. Yeah. That was funny. Why did they get in shit for that? Oh my God. Everyone's saying like how it's like tone deaf and like white, it's like white women that want to go to Africa to like have big penis black guys. Yeah. It's fun. It's, I, I, it is funny, but that's like everyone. Like basically, the African community is like hates that thing right now. Yeah, uh, I thought it was pretty funny. I thought she was great. Did um, what's it going to ask you? Who is hot? Uh, it's it's weird because like they were talking about Howard. First of all, you listen to Howard, right? Yeah. I could listen. I could listen to Ronnie argue about him his voting for like days. I could just listen to that nonstop. It was days? <laughs> so I, I, I I just want more of it. Um, but They're like uh, Ronnie, yeah, like when he brought his wife out. And she's like, why don't you just tell him that you're going to vote for Biden so we can just hear what the answer is going to be? <laughs> but anyway, uh, we'll get, we're going to do, we're talking about politics a little bit, like not crazy. But, uh, um, but with this, they're arguing about that the reason that she was on is just because she lost a lot of weight. And uh, then they started arguing about whether she was hot. What did you think? How did you think Adele looked? Yeah, she looked really good. Yeah, I thought so too. I didn't know um, anything she said, but <laughs> right, I want to go through. I'm going to go through the cast right now. I'm going to get your opinion on on these people. Okay. All right. All right. So Beck Bennett. He's in every skit. I just going to say overused. I don't understand yeah, why he's because he's, he's not. Overused. I lo- here's what I, I like that he gives. He gives it his all every sketch that he's in. Like that guy totally commits, but he. He only has one, like, he can't change his voice at all. You know what I mean? It's always a version of him. They um, use him like they used to use Chris Parnell. Okay. Uh, okay. But Chris Parnell is, like, actually really funny. And I don't think Beck Bennett's, like, not funny. But he's just, like, a one-note, the same thing every single time. Sure. Sure. Um, all right. A.D. Bryant. She's not even in it this season. There's a there's a AD Bryant clone. Yeah, they like the one that's not ready for primetime player. Uh, Her name's Lauren Holt. Yeah, like they're the same person. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Right? That's totally crazy that they have someone who looks and acts just like AD Bryant and you don't long you no longer see her. Yeah, I think AD Bryant's actually funny. I do too. Uh, but she hasn't even like been in. Uh, is she taking a break this year? I don't know. I haven't she even was seen... in like the first episode. She did like the, and Michael, 
Michael. <laughs> she reviews. She's like a plays this young girl. Anyway, all right, Michael Che. Whatever. They're, those guys are always the same. Che and Joe. They're good. We like them, right? Mister Johansson. Yeah. They got married. Uh, Pete. Pete Davidson. I love Pete Davidson. He's been in. A, he's been in. A, like he's he's made an effort this year. I actually laughed at the Adele uh, when he was doing the Chad. The, the whole yeah. Chad. Yeah. <laughs> that was really, that was actually good. Uh, uh, Mikey Day. That guy's in a lot of stuff oh, too. He's in a lot. Of, yeah, he's in a lot of stuff. But I, I think he's really. I don't good. have any opinion about him. Oh, I like him. I think his Trump Junior is so good. Oh, yeah. He and him and Alex Moffat, who's the other guy, I might as well just say now because they are like the same guy. Uh, I think their Trumps is their Trump brothers is really good. Uh, uh, Heidi Gardner. I like Heidi Gardner. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, she does like the teenage, uh, the teenage girl on the news. She's, but she's showing a- up in a lot of sketches this year too. Yeah, she should be. She's definitely in them. She's she's graduated. Kate McKinnon. Obviously, she's probably their best. But she hasn't really been in much this year. She hasn't been much. No, she hasn't. I think they're kind of grooming for moving on, you know, because at some point. Yeah, it's, uh, her and Cecily Strong are, like, basically being phased out. Uh, Alex, oh, that's what we just did. Kyle Mooney. Um, yeah, he's funny. I like Kyle Mooney. He, I do, too, but he really plays that one character really well and then that's kind of where it ends with him yeah but he plays it well and he does it well with Beck Bennett so uh, Ego Nuwadam uh, you're trying to think of who that is right yeah that's the black woman she's in a lot this year well she's Chris, real, I, Chris Red uh, is the guy right yeah well so he's next but she's been really good I think yeah she's been good I mean She's good. Yeah, she's it's fine. weird that we like because I until I saw the name I didn't know her name either. Yeah, I don't know her name. It's not good. We, we need she needs to get her name out there. Chris Red, what do you think, Chris Red? I like Chris. Yeah, yeah, I like Chris Red. Cecily Strong, you said not in it that much. Keenan Thompson, he's the same. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he lost some weight. Uh, and Melissa Villa Senor, your girl. She is an underutilized person. Yes. She's in like one sketch a week at at best. And they don't use her talents for anything. Right. Like they brought her on the news for like literally two seconds to do the uh, impressions. Impressions. And they should be using her more in like the skits as it, someone as an impression. You know what I mean? Um, they should right. be using her like um, uh, Bill Hader. You right. come on and do all those like impressions. Right. I got you. Okay. Uh, featured players. Andrew Dismukis. Dismukes. I don't know. Hasn't really been in anything. He's been in like two things. Uh, Chloe Feynman. I like Chloe Feynman. Yeah. She's, she's kind of, um, she's, I, I mean, if you're anybody who's coming up, I think she's going to be the big deal out of everybody. Don't yeah, you? She does impressions too. She did the whole Drew Barrymore thing. That was great. Yeah. Um she's yeah, she's really good. Um Yeah. I mean she's got she's kinda she's funny, she does really good impressions, she's pretty, she's kinda got like yeah, she's everything good. that they're gonna want. Yeah. 
Uh, Lauren Holt we talked about is basically Eddie Bryant. Punky Johnson. I don't know who that is. Uh, she's the new um, lesbian black woman on the show. She's only been in like two or three oh, sketches. Yeah, she's like the Leslie Jones. Uh... Kind of, yeah. And the last is Bowen Yang. I like Bowen Yang. I do too. He's in a lot too. Yeah, he can be in less. It's yeah, okay. He's, a, he's another one of those guys, like I was saying about Beck Bennett, who just gives like 100% every time. Yeah. So overall, the cast is okay, but I think we were saying, like, can any of these people, like, if they didn't have any celebrities, would this show be watchable? I guess I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. And when I say celebrities, I also mean Maya Rudolph in there. Uh, yeah. It's uh, um, tough because they're utilizing the... Uh, I mean, I know it's like election and like all the shit's going on, but they're utilizing the star power way more now than I feel like they have in the past. Right. That's not... Uh, all right. Um... Well, that's good. I think that's a pretty good review. You got anything else you want to add to that? No. Who's next week? Oh, shit. I just closed my thing. Hold on. Um, so this week, coming up this Saturday, it's going to be uh, John Mulaney. Oh, yeah. Well, that'll be good. They'll do like a, they'll do the uh, musical thing like they always do. And Pete Davidson will get a lot of airtime because they're buddies. Uh, yeah. And uh, I think Strokes Strokes are the musical artist, and I think next the week after that, I think it's Harry Styles. So, all right, all right. Well, the other thing we're going to be doing this weekend is uh, getting braced for the election. What? Um, now you said you were home. You talked to some people that you think may have voted for Trump that are in your life. I have some people in my life that may or may not have voted for Trump. I don't want to know. They, I think they voted for third party but i think that's chicken shit i'd rather almost i think i'd almost rather them vote for trump and just stand for something than sit out um i mean north carolina is a trump uh, state um however when i was there biden had like a small lead in some of the i've got i've got I got all right, so I've got some information about all this, but yeah, so he's got a slight lead right now in North Carolina. So if he switches, I mean, there's going to be a lot of red states that kind of swap over to blue. Well, we'll see. We're we're, going to get into this a little bit. Um, First of all, I wanted to ask, you know, so the big news was that Amy Coney Barrett got, um, they, you know, she's a new Supreme Court judge. Do you have any thoughts on that? I think it's terrible. Someone posted um, a thing about her experience. Uh, She's the least experienced uh, Supreme Court justice. Um, They made a list, and I was trying to find it. But basically, she's never tried a case uh, Hmm. in court. Um, So why don't you get... Why don't you talk for a second, and then I'll find it, and then I'll come back. Well, all right. So I actually don't have a problem. I mean, I think that when it's your turn, if she, you know, 
I don't mind that. I think, all right. I think that the that she should have been let through, even though I don't like her and I disagree with almost everything she's about. And I think it's weird that we have a court that is majority one way when the country is the majority the other way. Like I think the court should represent the people. When seventy percent of people disagree with um, what you know, which way the court leans, that's probably a problem. But the fact that the Republicans have been able to hold on to all the seats by playing politics, um, that's what happened. And so, you know, I think what they did to Obama with Merrick Garland was bullshit. And I think that I I think he should have been allowed through. And I think then in turn, you have no problem with Amy Coney Barrett getting allowed through. Um, Now they're giving flack. Uh, They're actually a lot of people have been pissed that Ruth Bader Ginsburg um, they weren't able to say anything, but now that I guess when Obama administration was going on, he like asked her to retire. Yeah, and she wouldn't. So, so that he she had cancer, and she wouldn't, and then she died, and then this happened. That's what. Well, right, but um, I don't know. I think, um, yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I tried not to get too into it either way. I thought it was kind of telling that, you know, they throw a party for her and everybody gets COVID, including the president. And then she shows up for another party with them when she gets confirmed. And I think that that kind of shows if that's, I mean, you're not hiding the fact that you're partisan. It's like the same thing that happened with, um, uh, what's his face? Um, Kavanaugh, beer man. I like beer. <laughs> uh, you know, it's like if you're going to be a judge or you're going to be a partisan hack, you know what I mean? It's like a pretty prestigious job. You should treat it that way. And Kavanaugh is already showing some problems this week because he's, he's got sloppy work about trying to suppress voters and, and he's citing laws that aren't true. You know what I mean? Like just shit you don't do in the Supreme Court. You're supposed to be like the best of the best. Um, but anyway, I mean, uh, the problem is, and I've said this for years, um, that the Republicans play a sport and the Democrats play the ref. And so it's really hard when one team keeps trying to score and the other team just keeps trying to say, hey, you're not allowed to do that <laughs> instead yeah. of stopping them or instead of trying to counter with their own. So this whole pack in the court things, I don't think it had to be this way, but uh, if it, it, I don't know. It's it's just funny how how that gets to get turned on the on the Democrats. But anyway, um, so your friends, relatives who are voting for Trump, are they people that like? How do you handle it? Are they people you're going to speak with again, or are you like pissed at? Like, where do you go? I mean, I had some conversations, and my basic argument was: if you remove politics out of it, right? You look at him as a person, like this guy is representing the United States to the world. It's like, is he qual- like, is he the guy that, I mean, everyone in the world thinks we're a joke, you know, because of our president. Well, not be- just because. Well, not of- just because of that, but that he doesn't but, help. Yeah, he doesn't help. So it's like. Just look at him as a leader. 
and as uh, just he's like not presidential, you know. And he he said that whole thing about the women. He, did you see that? Where he yeah. said he said that uh, he's getting their husbands back to work. <laughs> he said he's going to get their husbands back to work. Um, hit the, hit uh, the tone. Unless you're a hot chick, he doesn't like women. Um, and it's just like, this is the guy that represents us to the world. And if you really think that you want this guy for another four years, like you have some issues. I mean, I can't right. say I'm not going to talk to him again, but. And then like their big thing is like, it's not like Biden's going to change anything. I'm like, he is. And you know what? He's probably going to be an only one-term thing, and then you guys can regroup and find someone else. Yeah, you're welcome. You get out of this nightmare that you're yeah. in of this fucking Trump party and get to back to being a Republican party. I'm with you there. Um, and a lot of I people, I, too, said that they didn't want the country shut down again. And right. I was like, well, we should so we can get this rid of this thing yeah. and, like, not <laughs> – and get on with our lives. We all want to go on so, trips and shit. Can we go on trips again? Yeah. Go to a so, bar, hang out with our friends. It's like, so like, yeah, I haven't decided, like the people in my life who, I, you know, I've, I've engaged them up to this point. And then when I like heard people who I like really like care about what they think, when they told me that they weren't voting for Biden, I just, I almost wish that Trump would win and they were like, I would have sacrificed that. So I wouldn't have to think of them as people that would that would be okay enough to not vote against them. Like it just ruined my whole moral compass of you know. Because to me, it's not a political thing; it's a morality thing. It's like how can you look at this person and think I, I want any more of this? It's also political, but the majority of it is a moral thing. You're right. So, like you know, I have an argument with them, like. And they'll say, like, the number one thing that comes up is Hunter Biden's laptop. And I'm like, all right, well, cool. If that's, if that's your number one issue, it's about 4,000 on my list, just ahead of Hillary's emails. But I'll give you my top five. My number one thing I'm more concerned about than Hunter Biden's laptop is... Did you see the talk? Uh, I'll let you go. Well, let me... Uh, the number one thing I'm more, um, I'm, I'm more concerned about is the fact that I can't leave my house without the fear of dying. Okay, that's number one. Way below that number. It's a pretty good. It's a pretty good issue. All right, number two. Way, way number I two mean, below that. And I'm gonna just add to that. Like when you travel, you really get that fear because you know, like you're like this. You sit down in your seat, and you gotta like wipe down the seat. You got the mask on. Everyone's like, you could tell everyone's on edge. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like it's just. It's a weird thing. Like we have to uh, travel, but we really don't want to. You know? Yeah. I uh, number two would be like racial unrest. That's pretty. That's higher than Hunter Biden's laptop. Um, <laughs> three, three is healthcare. Okay, I'm gonna probably lose my healthcare because I'm in a union and I can't work. You know, work is so low, and um, the fact that he's trying to take away. I now have a pre-existing condition because of this fucking crap. Uh, so. Um, you know, like that's probably number three. Well, on, uh, the 60, on the sixty minutes thing, did you see when um, K 
Kaylee McEnany gave the the plan and it had nothing in it. Yeah. yeah. It was just, just a bunch of like executive. That's the thing. Like, <laughs> all right. I mean, the, 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 the they're goes, all shysters. Like, it's really health heavy. They're all grifters. The whole the whole group of them are grifters. And like, that's the other thing. It's like, if you're not in on the grift, then that means you're too stupid to realize it. I don't know which I'd rather the people be, the people I know be. In on the grift or getting grifted. I, I don't know. Uh, number four for me would be the environment. Number five is the fact there's no stimulus package. Then number 4,000 would be Hunter Biden's laptop. Now, what are we going to say about Tucker Carlson? Because this is good. Did you see, you know, the whole thing where he said that he had all the, the information from yeah. And it got FedEx where, first of all, they didn't make a copy. No. They just FedExed it from New York to where California. And it got lost. And he said that someone stole it. Or like, yeah, someone from the opposition like intercepted the package and stole it. UPS came out and said that they found it and that they were sending it to Tucker Carlson. Uh, but it's got like nothing on it. You know, it's like, that, it's, that story is so stupid. It almost makes me think he's trying to help make sure Trump doesn't win an election. Do you know what I mean? Like, why don't you digitize things? It's 2020. Listen, you can keep coming every, up with rationality. Everything would have been scanned. You know, like, it's ridiculous. We only um, have one copy. It got lost in the mail. Well, <laughs> all right. So I thought, you know, since it's, you know, coming down, it's going to be Tuesday. We're not going to talk before this. Uh, I've done some research on this. And... Um, 64 basic, people have voted. Wow. They're saying 155 million people. It'll be the most people that ever voted before. And basically, it comes down to the Electoral of College, as you know. And Biden is pretty much going to hold all the Hillary states. Um, so it comes down to about 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 10 or 11 states right now. And he needs to flip 38 of those electoral votes in order to win. Um. They're saying that Florida will be the first one of those states that you'll get to see. Um, and that'll that'll come uh, that'll probably come through on Tuesday night. So if he were to win Florida, which it's Florida, so there's no way because Florida's crazy, uh, then you're pretty sure that Biden has won. Um, I was going to go over the odds of some. I got they got the odds up of, to win each state. The odds of Biden to win Florida is my is plus one thirty. Trump's at minus 160. Um, right now, Biden has a, two, uh, a uh, one-point lead in Florida, according to this, a two-point lead. He's also got a two-point lead in North Carolina, three-point lead in Arizona, uh, two-point lead in Georgia. Um, but if he were to, you know, then they say he's got an eight-point uh, eight lead in Michigan, 10-point lead in Wisconsin, six-point lead in Pennsylvania. Yeah, North Carolina. What I really did like on the debate, the last debate, I really liked when he said, when he finally made a stand, he said, went against the big oil companies. And he said, we need to do climate change, though, or become zero emissions. And then you like that? I thought you always thought climate change was a hoax. I don't know. I liked it. And then president was like, he's like, you hear that, Pennsylvania? You hear that, Texas? You hear that? They don't want to take away your oil. Like, yeah, we're going to be dead. <laughs> um, North Carolina right now is even if you want to bet it's minus 115 either way any other states you want to hear the odds on uh, I think he's got a pretty big lead in Michigan so in Michigan 
So Michigan, uh, the odds right now are Trump is plus 220, Biden is minus 285. Yeah. Um, the other state, yeah, Michigan, Wisconsin, Arizona, North Carolina, Georgia, Texas, Pennsylvania, yeah, Iowa, and Ohio. Arizona, because that's, um, they were like battleground. They were fighting over there. So Arizona right now is even for Trump, minus 130 for Biden. So he's got a slight, slight favorite according to, to Vegas. Now, Vegas got everything wrong with Trump, so it's not like we believe where Vegas is telling us. But apparently right now he's got a uh, three-point lead there. So the other thing that's been exciting about all of this is, um, well, first of all, I want to say the MVP of the entire political season, I don't know if you've seen it, has been Pete Buttigieg on Fox. Oh, yeah. It's the, it's the greatest. Okay. Uh, second... The actual MVP, I'm going to send you a video clip of. I'm going to post it on our Facebook because um, the other thing that's been great about this is all the Senate debates. Now, it looks really good for now. Who knows how this turns out for Democrats to turn the Senate. And anything that gets Mitch McConnell out of being able to make decisions is a good thing for anybody because he's a horrible human being. Did you see uh, that? You saw that he, like, fell or something? I, mean, I don't know. Like, what happened to him? Yeah. He was, his, his arm, his hand was all black and blue. And like he was like, oh, I'm perfectly fine. I'm like, I've uh, never seen a hand like that. You know, when you see a hand, it's like when it gets uh, frostbite. It's like um, black. So to go over some odds right now for like the Senate, um, you know, North Carolina's got a close race. The Republican Tom Tillis is plus 130. Cal Cunningham, the Democrats, minus 165. If you don't know, Cal Cunningham had a sex scandal, a sexting scandal. Yeah, I know. In uh, North Carolina, they're talking about that now. Um, what else? Uh, Martha McSally is a plus 300. Mark Kelly, minus 400 in Arizona. I don't know if you've seen it. So what I wanted to ask you is if you've seen any of these debates, the senator debates, because that was a good one. Mark Kelly against McSally was really good. He's like, that guy was um, like an astronaut and shit. So he's just kind of like pulling out stuff. And he's like, you're an idiot. This is this, this is this, this is this. Um, Jamie Harrison versus uh, Lindsey Graham has been a that was a really good debate. I don't know if you got to see that. Lindsey Graham's a heavy favorite still to beat him at minus four hundred. Jamie Harrison's plus three hundred, but it was a really good debate. Um, I don't mean good in that they were spirited. I mean like that he kind of put Lindsey Graham in his place. Uh, two nights ago in Georgia, there was one with David Perdue and John Ossoff. John Ossoff is, pl is plus 110. He's a Democrat. Perdue is minus 145 as a Republican. So bad. He, he torched them so bad that Perdue called off the last debate and said, I'm just going to campaign with Trump that day instead of going to the debate. Um, the guy basically, Ossoff called him out and said, hey, the reason you didn't like get like help your state for um, – COVID is because you were too busy in trial because you did a, a bunch of fucking insider trading where you sold like stocks that were bad during that were, you know, were going to go down during COVID and then bought what was going to make money and you got caught. And meanwhile, you, you kept turning down people's health care and like totally, it was like, it was like written by fucking, um, what's his name? Um, Who's our guy? Uh, West Wing. Um, Martin Sheen. No, the uh, we just we just talked about we did the Chicago Seven. We just Aaron the director. 
Aaron Sorkin. It was like written by Aaron Sorkin, this guy's speech. It was so good. And he's like, you put out ads where you drew, you elongated my nose on purpose and told everyone I was Jewish. And then you told everyone I was a Muslim. And then you told everyone I was Chinese. Like, just grilling this guy. Uh, but the all-time best debate I'm going to put up online was in Maine. Um, and it was from a third-party guy. And I can't really describe to you like i can try but it's not going to do it any justice you just got to see this guy's debate it was early in the election he's a third party candidate and he was making a real fight for himself uh and he decided to use an interesting form of argument and i'll, I'll just leave it there and you'll see uh i'll put i'll post it later but All if right. you guys check it out check out the senate uh debate in maine uh is there any other odds you want to see or should we move on from uh from this uh, i'm good Okay, so then I guess we're, the only thing we got left to do is go over our picks, right? Picks, and then I have some movie recommendations. Oh, that's right. Okay. Um, who are your picks this week? So we went, we, we, we went into both of us. So you're 10 and 7, I'm 12 and, or I'm 12 and, I'm 10 and 7, you're 12 and 5. Here's what I decided, and you tell me if you're okay with this. Since we got that one game, that one third game that got canceled that we both picked, I say we can each use that as a wild card for one week from now until the end of the season. That one week, if we see four games we like, we can take any fourth game, just once. What, what game got canceled? Remember we had bet the, uh, I think it was Pittsburgh, Tennessee in like week two? Oh, yeah. That's why we only have 17 rather than 18 picks. So here's what I'm, this is what I'm proposing. One week, we each get to, one, just, one week, you see four teams you like. Say, I'm using my wild card to pick a four. Sure. Okay? Sounds good. Cool. All right. Who are your picks? My first pick uh, this week is the Raiders plus two and a half versus the Browns. I think that uh, the Raiders are going to – they haven't looked good the last couple of weeks after beating the Chiefs, but uh, I think they're going to make a statement. Everyone's all up on the Browns right now. I think they're going to make a statement – uh, game here and say we should not be overlooked in the AFC. So I like, I think they're going to win outright. Okay. Um, my first pick is going to be, and I'm sure this is going to come up in yours, Kansas City minus 19 and a half against the Jets. No, I don't I decided not to bet against the Jets. After last week? Uh, and not even because of that, just like kind of mixing it up. All right. I'm betting against the Jets. Uh, I didn't get to enjoy it good last bet. week, so I want to enjoy it this week. It's a uh, good. What's your next one? You got Le'Veon Bell going against his former team. Oh, yeah. Uh, my next pick is the Bengals plus seven versus the Titans. I I think that's too many points. I think this game's going to be close. And Bengals may pull it off in a last-second field goal. I don't know. We'll see. All right. I think it's going to be a close game. They're both good offenses, and they both have terrible defenses. So I'm going to I'm going to take Baltimore minus four over the Steelers. Uh, I'm yeah. I'm doing be an awesome game. Yeah, I'm only doing this because I don't see the Steelers still being undefeated this late in the season. They're really good. I just I can't imagine they're still undefeated. All right, what's your third? Our comeback player of the year bet is looking pretty good. Ben Roethlisberger. Um, my third one is Saints minus five versus the Bears. Uh, I, got the same, I got the Saints as well. I think the Bears suck. They should not be five and two <laughs> or whatever they're at. Uh, and the Saints, 
they're not that good either, but I just feel like Alvin Kamara and the dink and dunk is going to like kill a lot of time. And the bears uh, don't really have an offense that can keep up. So, Okay. Um, well, we both have that. So we'll, we'll check that guy that next week. Um, maybe I can make up two games on you though. Um, the way I'm picking, I doubt it. Uh, all right. So what are your recommendations? All right. So since it's Halloween, I decided last night to go through Amazon prime and Netflix and give you some free fun things to watch three from each place. Um, and you can watch these for free. Normally I give you guys stuff or give you stuff and you have to pay for it. So I went free. (laughs) This time. Okay. How many you got? How many are you going to give us? Three Amazon Prime, three Netflix. All right, let's go. All right, first one, I watched. actually watched this last night because I was going through it. I'm like, I haven't seen that in a long time. Mothman Prophecies, Richard Gere. This movie's okay. scary as shit. <laughs> uh, Richard Gere's wife, like, dies two years later. Um He's trying to figure out what happened to his wife because she says that she saw something before she got into a car accident and was drawing a bunch of these things. Um, And he's driving in Virginia and somehow drives 400 miles in an hour and a half and ends up in this town in West Virginia. And all these people are seeing the same thing that his wife saw. And he's trying to figure out uh, what the hell is going to happen or why they're seeing it really scary movie and has a really good finale uh uh yeah it seemed like it was low budget but they did a pretty good job second one these are on amazon prime uh second one is overlord fairly new movie uh it's kind of about a uh right before d-day world war ii plane gets shot down uh their mission is to go to this like church and like destroy this like um radio tower this german radio tower and uh awesome awesome opening to this movie um and then they sort of when they get to the the radio tower they realize that the germans are doing experiments on humans to make the perfect soldier uh into like killing machines and it escalates uh okay my third one is The Relic, which is an old movie with uh, Tom Sizemore and Penelope Ann Miller. These guys are my, the people that wrote the book are like my favorite authors, and the movie is actually pretty good. Um, it's about a monster that gets loose in the National History Museum in New York. Uh, Netflix. Evil Dead's on there. Classic. If you want to go classic, Evil Dead is on there. You can watch the. Uh, if you like Evil Dead, uh, the book that um, that he wrote, um, what's his name? Uh, it's called If Chins Could Kill. Bruce. Yeah, Bruce, Bruce Campbell. Uh, Campbell. Uh, it's really good. It's all about the making of it. There's a fairly new movie called The Invitation about the these people that have invite all these people to a uh, a dinner party. And oh turned- yeah. And it turns out to be something that they weren't expecting. Pretty scary. <laughs> Not scary. It's just like kind of like fucked up. Uh, speaking of the Val, you know, it's like kind of a culty thing. Yeah. Um, 
And then my last one's a low budget movie that's, I guess, brand new to Netflix. I saw it a long time ago because it's like a a um, festival movie called The Monster. It's about this woman and her kid who are driving on this like deserted road and like hit a wolf. And they get out and they check the wolf and it looks like the wolf's been attacked by something. And it basically becomes the Cujo ending. Remember the Cujo where they're stuck yeah. in the car and Cujo is like outside? Scrapping, scraping at the windshield. Basically, that's the whole movie is like they're stuck in this car and this fucking monster <laughs> uh, is outside the car like trying to kill them, basically. All right. So um, if you... It, Wait, go ahead. What, what, what are the titles again? Just because they all sound very... Just read the titles in a row. Mothman Prophecies. And I can post this on our site, too. Yeah. Overlord. The Relic. Evil Dead. The Invitation. And The Monster. I just like that... What, what I was trying to get at is that they're all mostly just like one-word titles. Like, the something. They're very... They're like very horror titles. The invitation, the monster. That's all that's all horror movies are like <laughs> one word titles, uh, two word titles. Um, so that's my uh, Halloween view viewing list. Uh, I'm sorry, we should have we should have put that earlier and, and given you more time with it. I apologize. I will post that on our uh, on our page. Then. Okay, cool. Well, I'm sorry. I, I, we should have gotten to that earlier. It's so, important stuff. Tomorrow's is- Halloween. <laughs> it is. I'm going to be watching some scary movies too. All right. Well, uh, happy Halloween, buddy. Yeah, you too. And everybody listening. Okay. Have fun with your haunted house. Hey, listen. Are you guys going to make this haunted house scary or are the kids just going to be like, I don't, eh. I don't know. They're probably, well, they're going to pretend that they're excited, but they're probably going to be like, yeah. <laughs> um, let's just hope next time we talk, the world's not on fire. We might know who our president is. Shit's going to be crazy. Yeah. All right. All right.